is episode 46 now. Wow. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. It's like uh, I've been thinking of what I want to do maybe for like a 50th episode, like once I get to 50, you know, and it was kind of going, it, it was, it seemed like 50 episodes would have been now, actually. You should I'm, do like a live tour going around outside, walking around. That might be kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I like that idea. Yeah. yeah. I was, I was, yeah, I, I was thinking of like maybe like a interesting guest for the 50th. Yeah. But I think maybe like doing like a mobile tour or something would be kind of neat. Cool. Pop into different businesses. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, just like downtown. I mean, I kind of do that anyways during the, yeah. during the daytime. It's funny. You were talking about how you wanted um, space, but you really wanted downtown, but specifically in these blocks. Yeah. Um, as Dave and I had been looking for space, there's like tons of space available in New. I mean, like there's a lot of commercial real estate in New Bern. Um, there's like a bunch of space on News Boulevard or down like McCarthy that are really cheap. Yeah, but but downtown, it's like you can't. We're like booming. It's mm-hmm. amazing because when I first moved here, there was a lot of a lot of empty buildings businesses leaving Mm. and you just i don't know you didn't really come downtown like you do now and how long was it you said that you moved down here 2011 okay all right so that's that's a that's a good amount of time yeah yeah um may 2011 the point that i was making with the other real estate is that it's a lot cheaper and more plentiful i just i just really like being downtown i mean i I, I tell people constantly i'm like i just like i feel like sometimes i'm being a little unreasonable with it because I don't, there's no need, like, I'm not a Main Street business. There's no need for me to have a, a, a an office space in downtown. Everything that I do, I could easily have clients drive to me anywhere in New Bern. But you, I just, it's nice that you kind of connect and pop in and say I, hi to the business owners. That's, and, I, yeah. that, that's part of me. I guess that's kind of the thing. Like, that's actually what makes me thrive and energizes me is just, I'll just go yeah. out to check my mail over here at the post office box. I'll go out check my mail, and then I'll, like, talk to Howard for, like, two minutes or I might see someone outside surfing in fire or just, or I'll go to like a coffee shop. I mean, it's yeah. just, those are the things that I like. And for me, that's, that means I pay a premium for downtown or I have to wait a little bit to find my perfect spot, but that's okay. That, that's for me, that's okay paying that, yeah. you know, yeah. rather than paying half the rent for twice the amount of space somewhere else, yeah. you know? No, I love being downtown. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, Put the business anywhere else. Yeah, for a, a salon. Lot. Yeah, I yeah. mean, if you think about it, a salon has. There's no need to be like in front of a main street. Yeah. You know, I mean, people find you from word of mouth from yeah, reputation. Yeah, we don't and really stuff. rely on um, like walk by traffic. We don't really. You're take, like hidden, anyways. I mean, yeah, which is perfect. Yeah, because I really I didn't want to. We had looked at a location on Middle Street, mm-hmm. and I kind of started thinking about it, and I getting your hair done is kind of like an an intimate time anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're sitting in a window where people are walking by on middle street, mm-hmm. I, I just didn't want, you know, mm-hmm. someone to see their teacher and run in and say hi when they've got a ton of foils in their hair or something. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, like, it's like, could you imagine like a, uh, like a, a nail, a nail place, like where the, the, the TV station is over there oh, on yeah. middle street. Like, yeah. like imagine they were all like in front there or yeah, something. It's kind <laughs> just of just a weird. time to like relax and decompress. And yeah. you don't want to feel like you're on display. So we're, you know, kind of tucked away, <laughs> hidden, which is, which is perfect. So we're still downtown, but we're not, you know, yeah, so let's right talk there. a little bit about because uh, we kind of like jumped into all that because we were kind of in this conversation before it started. Um, so your 
so you've been in business since 2011 or you've just been here since 2011? In New Bern since 2011. Okay. I opened the salon in 2014. Oh, okay. Yep. All right. Oh, that's right. You you were like working somewhere else before 2011, I yep. think. Yeah. Okay. So your salon has been in business since 2014 and always yes. at that location. Then. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, uh, yeah, so you're going into your seventh year, I guess, or six or seven. Six, yeah. Yeah. Next, yeah. next month, November. So what was that? Uh, what was that like? That first six months like? Did you did you have a good amount of clients already that you know you yeah. were kind of here for? So when I first moved here, and I kind of moved to New Bern on a whim. Oh, randomly. But, <laughs> sorry. By the way, this is Laura McGovern. By the way, from uh, Magnolia Jane Salon. I'm so terrible with inter- with introducing people. <laughs> so, Laura McGovern from Magnolia Jane Salon in downtown New Bern. Yeah, so I um, I was living in Charlotte. I grew up about 45 minutes outside of Charlotte. I went to Queens University, lived in Charlotte. After that, went to the Aveda Institute, uh, also in Charlotte, and just kind of wanted a change. And all of my friends were kind of leaving Charlotte at that time, and I didn't really know where I wanted to go. My best friend was in... Um, Brooklyn had just moved up there. So I kind of thought about going to Brooklyn, kind of thought about going out to California. I had some friends out there and just really didn't know what I, where I was supposed to go mm. or what I was supposed to do. So um, I'd been to New Bern a couple of times. My dad had um, called on the hospital here. He's in pharmaceutical sales and we kind of tagged along with him. And I'd been maybe three or four times and just thought it was the cutest little town close to the beach. So I called my mom and said, I think I'm going to move to New Bern like this month (laughs) um, just to go clear my head for a year and figure out where I want to go after that. So my mom and I packed a moving truck and moved down here and I connected with Mr. Foy that owns um, C. Foy Tonsorial Parlor by Bayleaf. Um, didn't know what a tonsorial parlor was, had never hmm. heard of it. My mom and I had to Google it before I went and met with them. And Neither did I. Yeah. yeah. So I, it's basically like upscale men's grooming. There's mm-hmm. a whole like art behind it. Mm. So I met with Mr. Foy and, um, you know, I had never been in the barbering world. I had worked mm. in a, a very high end salon in Charlotte and Was it the Hefasi or something? No, that's who we he we work through now. Oh work through now okay. That we ordered I can never pronounce Hefezi. the name right. Hefezi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I worked name. at um John Rick in Charlotte in South Park and uh met with Mr. Foy and he uh you know, he's a black man. He's older than me. I'm a I was twenty three white single girl and wouldn't put us together, you know, and we just formed such an amazing Mm. friendship. And, um, I loved working with him. I had Thanksgiving with his family, my first Mm. Thanksgiving year, and we just really connected and worked really, really well together. Um, and I just needed to be a little bit more creative than doing men's cuts. Mm. So I worked in a couple of other, Salons in New Bern and There's so many ways you can do a fade. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got it down though. He you know, he's the best. He he really is. And I learned so much from him, but just needed to needed to do coloring and, you know, 
Mm. Um, Something creativity and style. Yeah. 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 And with Mr. Foy's blessing, we, you know, I I, uh, left and worked in a couple of other salons, but that was kind of where I, I met Trey cutting his hair at Mr. Foy's, mm. you know. I saw that post that you made that. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, he he's he's an amazing person. He um he's kind of like Anna's godfather. He's <laughs> he's uh he's awesome. But so I worked in a couple of other salons and just needed to I'd never wanted to own a business. You know, mm. I I saw what Denise that I worked for in Charlotte went through opening her business huh. and um I it just kind of happened. Huh. So I found this space and opened and, you know, you asked what the first six months were like. It was, um, I mean, I, I would leave in the morning at seven and wouldn't get home till like 10 o'clock at night. Wow. You had really good success in opening. Well, it was just, I was pouring everything into it, honestly. Mm. And, um, connected with Aveda who I, I, I didn't think that was possible because they're usually in bigger salons hmm. and um, made that connection with them, which which is awesome because I really wanted to bring products that are plant-based and safe for us to work with. A lot of companies claim that they are, but, mm. you know, Aveda and Organic Pure Care that we work with now, they're they're like the real deal. I know, it's like whenever I go to like a store and I'm like looking at our organic apples and I'm like, all right, it's been washed three times. I'm like, awesome. But they're <laughs> like, um, like OPC, they're certified organic, which mm-hmm. is a whole different ball game. I the, yeah, I use their shampoo. Actually, I like the... Um, I didn't even know it was like concentrated. I guess Hannah was telling me it's concentrated. Super concentrated. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, I would use like probably the same quarter amount and it gets like really sudsy. Yeah. And I yeah. mean, for my hair, I mean, like I started using a dime amount. And, yeah. I mean, I've been using it probably for, I don't know, I guess three months now and I'm still like halfway through the yeah. one bottle because my hair it lasts. is shorter, you know, yeah, and it's concentrated. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, I'm I'm in love with their products, the uh, OPC and Aveda. Um, but yeah, the first six months were. Um, the thing is, it was so crazy. I, I look back and I'm like, how the heck did I, did I do that? Mm. Like that much at, you know, um, and then it just kind of kept rolling. Just kept rolling. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, 2018 hurricane came yeah. through and, um, we were supposed to move to a location on Broad Street. Yeah. Uh, end of September and it flooded and my house had four and a half feet in, in my house. So that, um, like a double whammy. Yeah. I was just not in a good place (laughs) in 2018 at all because I'm still working, but I'm living upstairs in one room in my house with five animals and my husband and trying to go to work where everybody asks me. What's going on at home? I'm I like, know. I don't want to talk about. You're like chaos, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was uh, 2018. Was a really tough year. So when when the when your potentially new location flooded, how long after Florence was it before you were just like we just gotta cut this loose? Well, um, I couldn't risk losing the location that we're at in now, mm. um, and you know. I didn't know how long it was going to take for the work over there to be finished. And right. with, with my house, I just needed like some stability. Stability. Yeah. Right, right, so right. We made the move to stay over here and kind of pivot to, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I had bought. Probably the smart move, I guess, in yeah, the long run. Definitely. I mean, I'm sure there are reasons why you wanted to move. Yeah. But I guess in the long run, it really, 
in hindsight, that seems like that was probably the smart move. Yeah, absolutely. Looking from the outside. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, but I'd bought all new furnishings to go in yeah. over there. We'd done all this work. We were going to have, a, I'd bought Oof. all this stuff to have spa and massage and um, we couldn't do that. So it was kind of just like slammed on brakes and mm-hmm. had to refocus. And um, once our house got finished, I, I was able to kind of regroup and kind of mm-hmm. mourn everything that happened yeah. and refocus. And uh, that's... Uh, when we really got into bringing organic pure care in and kind of had to pivot and 2019 was, was a good year. Um, and then obviously right now things are really different, um, but we're hanging in there and, uh, kind of making, making things happen. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, let's talk about that a little bit. I don't, I don't often talk about, or the, the last six months that I've been doing these podcasts, I, I don't talk a whole lot about how COVID affects people's business. Um, the way I run a lot of things in my life, I just ignore a lot of things. Yeah. I, I mean, it's kind of worked for me. I, I mean, I ignore a lot of health things, so that doesn't always work. But most issues, generally most issues, I just kind of ignore and I'm just, I don't pay attention to it. And so yeah. I don't, I don't allow myself to be out stressed sight, about things that yeah. I cannot control. Put it that way. That's yeah. what it is. I can't tell you how much gas costs. I just fill up my car I and I pay my credit card, yeah. you know? Um, but your business was particularly, you know, like as an example, if you're a restaurant, you were still open, but you were taking in half, half the amount of people, right? So it was a struggle, but you still... You could still take a dollar, yeah. right? In your case, you could take zero practically other than selling products. Mm-hmm. So so when that all happened, how did you pivot your business to kind of like just stay in business yeah. basically? So when um, everything kind of started, I was kind of like out of sight, out of mind too. Like you can't really wrap your head around it because this is something I've just – never none of us have ever really dealt like, with what the hell's before. happening right now yeah um and you know we we already sanitized disinfect i'm a you can ask the girls at the salon i'm kind of a a freak when it comes to cleaning and stuff um but when we were completely shut down we're done we don't know when we're going to be able to reopen um i made it to where you can buy products online and pay an invoice online. And, Mm. um, my daughter was what, like six months at the time. So she loved to ride in the car. So (laughs) Trey and I would put her in the car and get products and put them in a bag and put them on people's front doorstep. And we would just spend the day riding around, dropping off products. Mm -hmm. Um, our, this community is amazing and has always been, so supportive and encouraging and i mean we had people calling buying gift certificates for their Mm. future appointments or stocking up on products uh the last day that the doors were open we didn't have any clients and um or we had just finished up with clients and a husband and wife walked in and i was at this point like i don't even know how we're going to pay rent right now Mm. because i've got to do payroll i've got to pay you know for products that came in blah 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 and we're going to be closed. I don't know what, what we're going to do. And this husband and wife walked in and he said, you know, we'll tell her, tell her what you need. And the lady was like, okay, well, I need this and this. And he said, well, go ahead and get five of those and five of those. And I was like, okay. So I take him up to the desk and 
she picked out some makeup and he was like, let's, let's go ahead and get five each of those. I was like, okay, get those and take them up to the desk. And she said, and we'll go ahead and get like a $200 gift certificate. They ended up spending like seven or $800 and I just lost it at the desk. I was like, you don't have to do this if you don't want to. Yeah. no, we don't, you know, we want to, we want you to be open. We want to yeah, be able to come back. Right. And what a humbling experience. Yeah. I, that was amazing. Yeah. And we had so many people that even just called to check in and see yeah. how we were doing. Um, so that's kind of how we pivoted there was, you know, doing, um, product sales, dropping them off. Mm. Um, and then with reopening, we have a, a whole new, world that we're working in now Mm -hmm. you know um our senior stylists are used to having two clients at a time now they only have one we've we're only using um certain stations where Mm. you know we don't have our waiting area open Mm. everyone has to wear a mask when they're in which i know isn't fun for people but we're um you know we're touching you at a restaurant a waiter can kind of keep their distance Mm -hmm. we're actually you know we can't distance yeah. ourselves from you so um the it's masks like the opposite are, of social distancing <laughs> yeah so that's wearing a mask is kind of a non-negotiable right now it's, <laughs> it's it was kind of funny i was telling my uh my, my wife and i were out to eat uh at prohibition I, I i should actually either text or just have you ask her we were on a prohibition last uh thursday and uh in came a, a young couple with their little dog and i looked at them like I think that's our hairdresser because we, we, we both go see Hannah now. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I yeah, think she's that's our hairdresser. Dog, yeah. I'm like, because you told me she had this like little this little dog. And I'm like, but I've never seen her without a mask on. Yeah. I've, I've only started going there when the mask. So I only I only know her eyes. Yeah. So I was like, nah. I'm like, I don't want to interrupt this couple. I'm like, I think it's, you know, it's at night. And I'm like, I think it's them. But if it's not them, it's it can be kind of It's amazing weird. the world that we're in right now. <laughs> I have so many people at Harris Teeter that are like, Laura. I'm like, <laughs> Hey, how are you? Good like, to see you. <laughs> yeah, hey. Yeah, I just... Or just people in the street that I'm seeing, I'm like, oh, Mike, I got, I've gotten really good at knowing people's eyes. I'll yeah. put it that way, though. I'm like, I can like, I can see someone by their eyes, yeah. full face mask on, and yeah. like, I know who that person is. Yeah. It's crazy. My, my daughter's 10 months now, and I think she's just used to it. Like, mm. it doesn't... She's just used to seeing everybody with... With a mask on. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. When, when my, my kid actually like likes the mask. I he gets like weird about certain things, and and so, um, like like he likes wearing hats, but he, but it's kind of like he, on his condition, you know. Yeah. Like I was sometimes I want to put a hat oh, on so he nice, looks cute. Anna won't but wear but a hat he but he doesn't want to wear a hat or something, and so, um, so I thought he was gonna like not Maybe have with the thing. mask thing, yeah. but you know I think. Now, I'm so grateful he's only four, you know, with this whole thing going on because he's obviously not completely coherent what's happening, yeah. right? Um, whereas if I had teenage... I mean, when I hear, like, parents, like, talking about their teenage kids, the conversations... Like, you expect, like, when your kid's 16, you're going to be talking about sex. Yeah. And that's, like, the awkward conversation to have. It's like, now they're talking to him about, like, why I can't see my... All these, like, weird things, you know? Yeah. But anyways, with my four-year-old, though, we just kind of my wife did a really good job we just kind of just explained it really simply like listen there are germs and this stops you from getting the germs so you don't get sick that's yeah. that's just kind of it now granted what people have their own opinions about masks and stuff we just we you know we make sure he has one yeah. on um as his immune system is developing but 
but but that was just kind of like for us the simple answer is the answer to go with you know and so he doesn't have a problem we just like we're about to go in the pet store or something he just puts it on and then he's good to go yeah most people have been have been really understanding and um we definitely appreciate that because you know we might be the only person that you're in contact with that day but we're in contact with you know we could have six people in the chair, different people. Mm. So if we don't have a mask on, they don't have a mask on mm-hmm. all day. You know, we're literally, we're touching you. We're right next mm-hmm. to you. And we we just want to be as cautious as possible. Um, By the way, not to interrupt your flow there, but we had a couple other, uh, let's see. So pa- there's a Patty. I'm, I'm, is that your mom, Mike Messon? Pa- Patty? Mother-in-law. Mother-in-law, yeah, that's okay. that's mom. And there, Patty, yeah. thanks for uh, saying hello there. And then we have a, and is it Riley? Hi, she's also a salon owner. Yep. Hey, hey, hello, Miss Anazette. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, so so tell us a little bit about what you're doing now. Then I, I mean, I know that there are the precautions you have to follow, but I, I but I know you're doing like above and beyond that. Yeah. So we've um, we're really uh taking off with our online color consultations Mm. just so we can be prepared for what's coming in the door color wise, especially with new clients or clients that want to do a big change. So they go online, they fill out their color history. Um, Were you doing that before already? We were, but you are pushing it as much. Having a lot of people come in for consultations. So this way they don't have to come in. They can do it online before. It's a pretty involved form. It is, but it's very, you would be surprised. Oh, I'm not knocking it. I'm just, when when we made the appointment for my wife and I was like, oh, there's this, because I had gotten the email originally for her appointment. So I was like, oh, there's this, there's this form you got to fill out. And I kind of looked through and I'm like, that's like a lot of questions, but I'm like, I guess it kind of makes sense though. I'm like, like, I don't color my hair, but I'm thinking, I'm like. What we have found is, you know, when you have. When you struggle with something like hair loss or you hate the way that you look, which a lot of women sadly hate the way that they look mm-hmm. or they're very insecure about something, coming in and sitting in a chair surrounded by a bunch of other women that can hear you talk, uh, you don't want to talk about what you don't like about yourself. Uh, so having this online form to where you're at home, you put in mm. what you want us to know, what you don't like about your hair, what you love about it, what you've struggled with in the past what other stylists have done that you didn't like, that you don't want to come in and bash another salon in in with us. Mm -hmm. Um, So we know it ahead of time. Hmm. And we can say, you know, I know what you said in your consult form, and um, we appreciate you filling that out. And we don't have to talk about it. I I know what you, you know. And there's even options. I got a good plan for you. Yeah, there's even options to where if you don't want to talk during your appointment, if you're, you have five kids and your life is crazy and you run around and you just want to come in and sit, Close there's an eyes. option to click. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to talk during my appointment. Huh. And then we know, and we might, you know, small talk with you a little bit, but we want you to sit and relax. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. You know, it, there are two things so far out of this conversation that I've really picked up on, um, about the customer experience. I'm really right now, like, uh, I kind of have like these hot topics that, linger around that I talk about for a while. The one right now for me is removing friction from the customer experience. That's a, you know, a lot of people complain about, uh, retailers complain about how Amazon is destroying the world and stuff. And it's like, first of all, I'm like, Walmart's actually destroying the retail world, but that's, no one yells at them anymore because Amazon's the big guy, right? 
But the reason Amazon is just destroying everyone is because they remove every single friction point. I mean, with one click button by actually Hall and I were talking about this the other week because like they're you know how many conversions it's yeah. increased for literally you click one button it goes to your default shipping and credit card yep. address. They just they make it too easy, right? Yep. The problem that a lot of retailers or service providers or kind of like anybody that's in businesses. It's all about them and their ego and everything else of their rules and all these things that ends up making the customer experience not any more frustrating than anybody else, but they just don't put thought into how to make it easier for them, yeah. you know? And that's kind of the two things I picked up. One was at this form, but even with the selling the products, you know, it was just kind of like, listen, like, we're not open, but yeah. don't even worry about having to come out. Like, we'll just we'll just drive yeah. to you, you know what I mean? Like, we'll just send you an invoice. Like, let's just make it as easy as possible yeah. for you to get the shampoo that you want to be able to use. Yep. And then here, you know, like the one form thing that I was, I was originally thinking the benefit of the form was to just save them time while they're in here. But I didn't even think of the side effect of like people not wanting to like, you know, talk about themselves like in front of other people. And I'm yeah. like, that makes like a whole lot of sense. You're just, yeah. you're just making that experience for them so much easier. And to me, those are the people that win. And it, it's amazing how when I when I started that form, um, I thought like, oh, people are just going to go through and click, click, click and send it. People <laughs> will send us like paragraphs. And it's amazing to wow. see, you know, hmm. that they've um, they pull their hair out when they're stressed out. And yeah, they, wow. You know, or they uh, are going through a divorce and they absolutely hate the way that they look and they want to start completely over. Refresh, yeah. Or, yeah, and it's... Um, you know, or they're going through postpartum hair loss and they're yeah. struggling with that. And we can kind of, if it's something that, um, you know, we need to be sensitive to, we have notes all in their profile. Mm. We, they submit pictures that we put in their profile too, so that we know 100% what they want to do, where they're at, mm -hmm. you know, where they've been with their hair. Um, so it's, this industry is not just, um, you know, there's a lot of like psychology that goes into it. Also. Sure, it's yeah. Not just coming in and and getting your hair cut. Right. You know, people tell us things that they don't tell their family or their friends. Mm -hmm. um, so just knowing where people are kind of at in their life is important. Yeah. To me. Yeah. You know, and, and actually, I was gonna bring something up earlier, and I'm not minimizing the work uh, stylists or barbers do, but for the most part, if you want to be able to be in the hair world as long as you get yourself an education right because I, I imagine i can't just youtube how to cut hair right like i mean i guess you could but i ultimately you're going to go to school for it for whatever length of time but once you do that as long as you just cut hair properly to me the idea and science of continuing your business isn't much rocket science it's cut hair do a good job build a relationship and then you'll just keep getting clients like there, there's no like crazy formula to this right and so my point is, like, stylists and barbers, I mean, it's like an in-demand service. Everybody needs it, right? right? Other than Captain Dave who grows his hair out, right? Yeah. So to me, that's kind of like it's a, it's a very commoditized service. Everyone can kind of do it, and everyone does it. And so you, there are these, like, very unique differentiators that you kind of have to make if you want to be different. If you just want to have a yeah. salon that's just kind of open – and like, hey, we're yeah, open we, to cut your hair. That's okay, too. We wanted to change the whole experience. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, 
going through kind of what I went through in 2018 um, with just not being in a good place and kind of knowing that a lot of people were also going through that in our town. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we did days where we would just have people come in and get uh, their hair washed and a scalp massage and blow dried for free mm-hmm. just to come in and relax and chill mm-hmm. or get um, their makeup done or something. Um, and it really, that kind of showed me that feeling good also has a lot to do with how you see yourself too. Yep. Um, I can't remember what podcast it was I was listening to, but they were talking about the impact of getting up in the morning and getting ready Hmm. and how that kind of will carry you Mm. throughout the day. Sets the tone. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's just always been really important to me was making people, helping people feel better about themselves and Mm. with whatever they might be going through and yeah you know, it's hard it's hard going into a salon i remember in college sitting in my car like god i colored my hair myself and it's awful and i have to walk in here and all these beautiful women that have their hair done and their makeup mm. done perfect and i look awful and i hmm. maybe i don't want i don't know if i want to go in mm. and then walking in and having to explain to the lady like yeah i colored it myself and you already feel dumb yeah and uh it looks really bad and yeah. you know having to explain everything well why would you do that i'm like yeah i don't know and that so, and so that, and that was a response to what you're saying why would you do that yeah, yeah. and i'm like I, <laughs> I like not the response i was hoping for yeah and it was, it was i'm already judging myself now i have a new person judging me yeah so i looked back on moments like that and it was kind of you know where that it was just important that we were we had that. In sometimes place. I'm like, sometimes I'm so glad I'm like, a, a, well, actually, most times I'm just glad I'm a guy because it's like, you know, I mean, I just, I get yeah. a haircut. There's nothing crazy that I need, you know? But even with, you know, with um, men, like, I had a client come in. It's just being like mindful and in tune to your clients. Mm-hmm. I had a client come in and he said his hair was kind of falling out a little bit and mm. didn't really know what was going on with it and came back the next time and there were like, patches of hair coming out mm. and I called his wife cause I huh. knew he wasn't going to go to the doctor. I called mm. his wife and said he needs to go to the doctor huh. and he ended up having, I think it was like really bad nasal polyps or something wow. and it spiked a really, really high fever oh my and goodness. It, he lost all of his hair, his eyebrows, everything. Wow. It all came back, but you know, it, it just shows you like oh what's God. your skin, your hair, your nails. They really tell you what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Your body. You know, I will say uh, now that you say that, when the first time I went uh, into the salon and Hannah cut my hair, she, you know, she asked a whole kind of like a whole bunch of questions. Um, I will say the only one thing, like I'm not super subconscious about things generally. I, I do have uh, like my hair right here get, is very thin, right? So I've never had. Thick, luscious kind of hair. It's just always been like terrible man hair, you know. But here it's like kind of thinning, and so I can. It's tough for me to grow it out. Like I, I've wanted to grow it out, and I during during the initial quarantine, I tried growing it out because yeah. I couldn't get a cut. And but after like three months, I'm like, man, this like I've been growing this for three months. It's still not like yeah. It doesn't look full. Like it still looks thin, you know. Anyways, and she was just kind of like, yeah. She's like, what we'll do is we'll just we'll cut it shorter here. 
and then we'll cut it like longer here so it kind of bleeds into the top and then it kind of does and i'm like yeah. oh i'm like oh that kind of makes sense and so you know when it's like the first time it's cut it looks the best because it's kind of like she tapers it so that certain parts yeah. are longer on the different areas closest to here so it kind of blends it in i guess and so i was like oh i'm like i guess you know, to me, that just kind of yeah. made sense, you know. But after that, I'm not like uh, uh, super concerned about it, you yeah. know. But I did tell her though that um, when you're talking about the what it does for your well-being, I said there are a few things that you can do for this amount of money. Now, for a woman's cut, it's it's different. Well, but, we normally you know, for... do like full scalp and shoulder massages, which oh. we can't do right now. Oh, so that's a whole other that's like experience yeah, 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 yeah. too that hopefully we'll be able to bring back. But, you know, for a men's cut, though, for the price you pay for a men's cut, there are a few things you can do for that amount of money that make a such a mental impact. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, you could maybe get a massage for like 100 bucks, and I just still even feel like getting like a cut and you're just like, it just feels like it's a new month. Yeah. You know, that, that, that's kind of what it is to me. It's like, all right, I got a new month of just like fresh yeah, every month. I awesome. get that, you know? Yeah. Um, for a relatively short amount of money, I guess yeah. is kind of my point. Yeah. But um. Yeah, that's that's been just the experience of coming in has been really important to me, and I, I think I kind of learned that from Mr. Foy working with him mm. because, you know, he'll spend an hour doing a men's haircut. Yeah. It's a you know he he takes his time and it's, you know they they remember that and mm -hmm. that's um. That's just important to me. I, I think that's uh, makes a big difference for people. For yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, he, he's obviously catering to a different person. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, I mean, you know, you're gonna get someone that needs a, a seven dollar cut yeah. every two weeks or something. Yep. You know what I mean? And so, and so that's okay. And that's how you position yeah. yourself, though, right? I mean, he he's still in business. I, I don't know what he charges, but I can't imagine it's twenty bucks. You know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you're going to stay in business that way because you really are separating yourself from the pack, yeah. you know? Yeah, definitely. It's like, um, the, the, you know, there's a couple of gyms around here. There's, like the, there's the Planet Fitness, like the $10 and $20 gym. But I don't know if you maybe in Charlotte, did you ever, it's called an Anytime Fitness. Mm -hmm. So I think they're like a $50 a month gym. And someone explained to me that owned a private gym. They were just kind of like, they have a really good model because they're capturing people that aren't quite ready to spend 200 bucks for kind of a private gym, right. but it's separating from the meatheads that want to go to a, a $10 a month gym, yeah. you know? So it's like just a slight notch above that's like almost like semi-private, you know? And so I, I think that's really what it is in business is just, you have to find, this is the other thing I was, I've been talking about lately is like niching your, your market, you know, like, I'm so tired of people telling like you have to like serve one industry yeah. or one vertical. Like I'm just so not interested in that personally. Yeah. Like I mean I've 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 done business for salons. I've I just did business for a nutrition place. I just I mean I do business all. I don't serve one vertical, and I have no desire to do that. Yeah. Um, and I think that's that's pretty awesome too to be able to kind of pick up on different things and cater to different you know. Because you did our promotional video mm -hmm. for the salon. You've done our family video. You know, you've done social media stuff for businesses. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of being able to... I think to... The, the niche that I almost, like, make is is just is the creativity side of it. Definitely. You know, like, I don't... Uh, simple creativity. I think that's probably more of what it's like, simple creativity. Like, a lot of people, especially when they get into this video world, they or even websites. I, got, I talk about this with web design a lot, where... 
you know, people just want to go with like the latest trending animations and mm-hmm. flashy things and stuff. And it's just like, it's like, it's cool and trendy. Like I am such, I go for such bold and simple flavors in meal or in any design or in yeah. video, you know, like nothing but what I do with video is that crazy. I just have a nice stabilizer that creates nice stable footage I put the clips together. I find good music. I transition them, and then I call it a day. Yeah. I know people that like for a two-minute video, they'll spend like twelve hours for a two-minute video. I I don't even know what they're doing those other nine hours. Yep. I just I'm like, what are you doing in nine hours? Like yep. they're color grading things to make it look. I'm just like, Keep I guess it so, man. Simple. I guess so, man. I don't know, man. I just made like Keep you know fifty simple. moms just cry their eyes out. Still, I still. <laughs> You I know, thought, I couldn't just... watch it for like a week. Because <laughs> Anna's doctor found a little irregular heartbeat. Oh no! Which they think it's fine. She's got a little heart monitor on right now, but it was right after the video. Uh, and Trey and I were like, we can't. I can't you're watch just like, it. I'm done. No, I couldn't because yeah. I had the song stuck in my head for yeah. like ever. You know what's uh, funny? I saw show it to my wife and. Um, my wife and I always had had one a little girl, and uh, I mean we, we love our kid and stuff, yeah. but we had contemplated whether we're gonna have a second kid or not. But anyways, and so she was like, she's like, I don't think I can watch this. She's like, she's like this little girl in here and stuff. And then um, I was like, it's mostly the song. I'm like, because I the, the, the service song. that I use is Epidemic, and you know, so none of these are like radio songs. They're they're all songs that are really made by artists that aren't on the radio that are kind of designed for commercial tracks, and. Um, so she started watching the video and like halfway through she's like she's like tearing up and she's like this really was the perfect song for this the video. The perfect <laughs> song. And I'm like I can't use this ever again now but I'm just like so now I'm like going through like other tracks to build up like a saved library of similar songs but I'm just like it just fell into my lap that song yeah. and I'm like that was It's per it's perfect. Yeah, it was like perfect. The, the lyrics of it I'm just like Yep. She's like, I like this. She's like, she wanted to download it and like put it to her phone. <laughs> it's so good. The whole video is so good. So good. So, yeah, you know, that even that that whole thing was like a, um, that came out of kind of a, a, a little bit of a, a need from people where I've been getting a lot of requests for wedding videography, not for family stuff, but for wedding videography. And uh, I'm doing one this weekend that, yeah. you, you know, the, 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 the bride knows kind of my deal where it's just like there might be a little chaos with me because yeah. I've never done this before and so um, it's kind of like a little bit of a chance but um, the family video thing was kind of a way to get into the family arrangement in general you know what I mean like if people are looking for a video for their wedding they're looking for a video really about the start of their family yeah. and so for me this was like well maybe they still want a video but just after yeah, their family definitely. has kind of growing now um, cause that's fun for me. Like that was super laid back. It was like, I know you guys were like a little nervous when I first showed up, but it was like, I'm just going to record whatever you normally yeah. do. You know, I'm just going to just no, document perfect. your life, you know? Perfect. Cause um, a picture doesn't like when I look at pictures of newborn babies, like all swaddled up and it's cute, but it's like, they all look like babies. Mm-hmm. I don't know a video like really. And I love our Anna's newborn pictures i mean they're precious because i know that it's her and that's when she was a baby but the video now with her like having so much personality and Mm -hmm. she's wild and you know it really 
just captures like who we are and in our house and you know if our dogs weren't nutcases i think it would be super cute i mean zeus was i know i actually was hoping they were going to be in there but you had said they probably would have been nuts or something yeah Yeah. they're just walter is he's wild well you would have you were talking about the personality thing because um i i just randomly saw her yesterday with tabitha um outside and uh, when she kept like laughing, Tabitha was like, "She never laughs there." But she's like, "She must like you." And I'm like, "I don't know if she was just saying that, or whatever." But I mean, she no, was like, it, "Yeah." She was geeking every time I turned the phone off and put it back in my pocket. She'd start geeking more. I'm like, "I love just, it." Kids just know when you're recording. Yeah. Oh, they do. You know? They do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her she little was just laugh geek- right Yeah. Now she has such so a big funny. personality. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is, yeah. This picture here, actually. This is you know. Oh. This is this kind of embodies the way that. I like to do any photos or video. Uh, actually, let me see. Can I get it up on a... Let's see here. Yeah, I, I guess love you can that. see it there. Um, this was actually just shortly after Florence also. Um, this was at the Oriental Car Show. This is my father-in-law's car. And, uh, you know, my, my, my kid loves just getting it, hitting the wheel and just kind of yeah. bouncing around. He just was looking at stuff, and I just kind of just snapped the picture. But that's I like... Love it. But that is him. Yeah. Y- you know, for the... 16 hours a day that he's awake that's basically him right there and so that's kind of what i try and do is i like the post yes to your point i like the post swaddle things and all that stuff but i just like the real moments where like you know in 20 years from now like you know if his wife looks at that photo or something just like she's gonna be able to look at that and just kind of like he still does that same face because that is him you know So yeah, so that that's kind of how I that's how I approach all the creative stuff that I do because I don't really think I'm that creative. I just try and capture the real, authentic thing and then just put it in a package and then just send it out like without altering it a whole lot, yeah. you know, without filtering things up and just this is what yeah, happened. The world you know? of filters that we live in is is uh kind of crazy, especially in our industry. What, what do you yeah. mean? Just with like filter over filtering photos. Oh, oh yes, and, yes, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually had just um, I had just texted a, a photographer friend of mine that was living here for a while. She just moved back to Ohio, um, but she had she had posted a picture of this couple out in a field, and I was like, oh, I'm like you had, I'm like I love this photo because you had left a lot of the highlights in the mm-hmm. sky, like you could see the clouds. So many people like when they you know they they download a preset pack or something. And then you'll you'll notice like you might pay more attention to it now, but you'll notice a lot of these photos the the sky is basically all white because yeah. it's all blown out because they're yeah. they're basically increasing kind of the whole brightness of everything, so it's making the sky white. And I'm like, right. no, the sky, even even on a not cloudy day, there's gray in there. There's like blue undertone. Like yeah. the sky is blue, blue, yeah. blue, basically, you know. And so I'm just like, I just don't. Yeah, I like leaving it a little bit more. But some people like that, I guess. If that's what they like, I can't judge. I just, that's just not me. And so I saw her photo. I'm like, I really like, like, there's there's definitely editing from the original. But there's so much realism that's left to, like, that's probably how it looked, like, with my actual eyes. Yeah. I think uh, my camera turned off. Huh? I think the camera turned off. Did it? Oh. Oh, you don't know. I've just been, uh. I've just been narcissistic and had it on my camera only. <laughs> <laughs> I do that sometimes, and I'm like, oh, the, 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 no, no one here is a... Oh, uh, Patty says the video is precious. Thank you very much, Patty. It is. It's pretty uh, amazing. You captured Trey, Lauren, Anna perfectly. Thank you again. I appreciate that. 
Um, I love it so much. Yeah. Every once in a while, right. I'll do a podcast where there's like tons of comments that come through, and sometimes there's like it's like very quiet, and then like yeah. other times it's like it's like like back and forth. Yeah. Denise um, just texted me. She was gonna come by. She's um, flipping rooms right now. Denise flipping rooms. Rooms. Oh, rooms. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. They're staying um, really busy with I weddings should, um, and. I. You know, maybe I'll ask them to come on in November. Then I'll, I'll just I'll just have. Uh, She's a trip. D- Denise be, and. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, what's her husband's Michael. name? Michael. Michael, yeah, just it just, I love seeing him on his like his blue bike there. The the, the one day he just like know, was doing so his little uh, his little curbside pickup on his bike and just you know just driving around you know. They're so cute. Yeah, I love them. They're they're great. We've got a great community of business owners downtown. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I think very general, supportive. Very supportive. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, I've I really enjoy being part of the downtown community for one sure. of the things that struck me about the support is uh and probably this also just comes from i do have an aggressive nature and you know where you are up in rhode island i mean it's very competitive i mean like if you think of restaurants i mean i tell people where i lived in north providence uh i could walk not just drive i could walk to like five different pizza places yeah. and they were all great yeah. you know so it's a very it's just a very competitive commerce um and so everybody's like, oh, I'm, my, my food is way better than his and stuff. You know, the point of that is when I came down here, uh, when I was talking to some of the, the gift shops in the area, a lot of them or most of them won't carry the same yeah. product as another because they don't want to compete yep. with someone. They want to have some exclusivity, you know. And it's like a really humbling kind of thing. Yep. And I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm like, obviously someone needs to be in business they need to sell something that yeah. someone else doesn't but no no one really wants to put someone else down yeah. i guess is kind of my point yeah you know? and i mean want to build um, each other up like elkie that owns advanced attractions we have a great the one in craven yeah that, yeah you know i'll go to her for advice or help mm. her to you know we send people back and forth to which each is other. really interesting because in the salon world it's typically yeah. extremely catty no, we you know if we can't get somebody in or she can't get somebody in you know um Wedding parties, we'll send hmm. them what you know, if we can't get them in to see if hmm. they can. I know they, they stay really busy too. Um, but yeah, it's just good to have uh, good connections. And Elkie, you know, her house and biz, her the salon flooded. They were out for, uh, you know, right, because they were on that side. And her right. house. So she was yeah. kind of in the same boat, a little worse than me yeah. because we were very fortunate here. But, you know, it was kind of nice to have somebody like, I know what you're going through. I know mm-hmm. how bad this sucks. And, yeah. you know, we'd check in on each other. And, um, you know, I just, I think that's important to um, be a part of the community and take care of each other. And yeah. that's what I love the most. That's why I didn't leave Newburn. I was supposed to be yeah. here for a year. And here oh. I am. You know, people just were so Stuck. nice. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, it was just I'd never really lived in a world. I grew up in a small town, but mm-hmm. it was not like this. Right. Um, and, you know, I love that there's people here from all different places. Mm-hmm. It's not we're, It's not just everyone. You rarely meet someone that's from New Bern. Hardly ever. You know, my husband's from New Bern, but, and that's very rare. And I, I know. I just think that's really cool that we all came here and we all love New Bern and we all, you know, connect with each other even though we're very different from each other and um yeah yeah and there's there's a good amount of people that are from north carolina kind of like you are but most of what i meet is a, a good amount of like virginia um 
ton of people from like Pennsylvania and up. I mean, I meet people weekly that I'm like, oh, like just moved here from Pennsylvania, just moved here from Jersey. Not as much anymore because I maybe not as much moving, but um, but yeah, I mean, constantly meeting. Yeah. Most people are not native to Newburn. Yeah. yeah. But the uh, and and like you said in the salon world, it's very competitive, and um, you know I've just. I'm very thankful to have people that I can, like I said, Elkie and Faith that owns Interfaith in James City, Anna Zeth that commented that owns um, Sats Hair. They're all people that I'm, mm. I love referring people to or picking mm-hmm. their brains about something or, you know, trying products. Faith makes her own products. She sent me some to try out, mm. you know, um, and, Anna Zett's amazing with cutting curly hair. And if I have somebody that I think would be a great client for her that has really yeah. curly hair, you know, it's, I, I just think that that's important to have in, in our um, world right now is encouraging each other and supporting each other and mm-hmm. um, lifting each other up. And I just love that Newburn does that. I mean, you see it at the yeah. downtown council meetings mm-hmm. when we're all in bare plaza sitting bouncing ideas off of each other you know i don't think a lot of towns do stuff like that probably not yeah Yeah. well i mean it's a testament i think even when uh we did the dining on the street uh lynn had commented on this a few times is that you know they had other towns like Asheville and other small uh main street markets that were calling like what did you guys do for this dining on the street and it's just like how did you not think of that like how was that not like a you know, like why were we kind of like yeah. the one that like almost invented it, you know? Yeah. yeah it's um, amazing. The, just the energy and vibe here. I mean, I remember, um, a couple years ago, my sister lives in Brooklyn and was up there with her and she was like, why is everybody like looking at you and smiling <laughs> at you? And I'm like, I don't know. Is there something like on me or, and so the next day she was like, I, you're smiling at everyone. And I'm like, I don't know how to look at someone and not smile. Like, how do you just like, walk past them i can't do that like i have to smile at them and you know here everybody does that they smile at each other and say good morning and say hi and um mayberry is like the only way to really describe it yeah Uh, uh, like i give i I give this uh um experience uh, to a lot of people you know ask about what it's like one day i was with my son uh actually it was right after his haircut and every time after his haircut we go and we get a little ice cream at the fudge shop this particular day, I was meeting my brother and sister-in-law because they were actually taking Dave's old desk that he is getting rid of. So they were meeting me here to pick it up. I had them go to the fudge shop with us to get some fudge with him. Anyways, so then we were putting the desk in their car, and they were parked right where the Pepsi store was. So as we're walking there, so now think of all the walks of life. So I had my son with me. I had my in-laws meeting me. I saw someone else from town that I knew just walking by the corner. Phil comes out of the Pepsi store, comes to say hello to me, and then I end up seeing Garrett, a, another person downtown, yeah. walking by. So it ended up being like basically five different walks of life, just literally just all converging into this one corner and just chatting for a minute yep. and then being about their day, you know? And I'm like, that's like almost a daily occurrence that happens, not with all five yeah. groups, but just constantly just like, oh, hey, like I just yeah. haven't seen you in like two weeks you know, or whatever, just, but just... Yep seeing people living and breathing and just kind of like yeah to, to your point yeah you just yeah. it's just it's a very it's very communal you know yeah um and, just and i think that's what i was kind of missing in my life from living mm. in charlotte 
um, I don't know. I think I just kind of needed, needed that sense of community and, um, working with other people and, you know, just some people are completely okay with kind of being isolated, you know, like, yeah. like quarantine. That's what I mean. Yeah. I live on where I live for a mm-hmm. reason in the middle of nowhere. Yes. For, yeah. And you, I like, you like to your go quiet out time. And, yeah. Your, your decompressing time. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. hundred percent. Um, but it's, uh, it's I think nice generally to... people do better in life when there's yeah. they're around other people. Generally yeah. speaking, you know, yeah, it's a good, it's a good vibe here for sure. Mm-hmm. And I really, I just love it. I don't know. There I can't see like... myself living anywhere else. Honestly, it's uh, I've just you know we've got the the girls at the salon. I don't think anybody's from. Newburn. I think <laughs> I know. Sandy what, what are your kind new people? You of said, uh, is. Uh, just moved here, like help her, help her family or something. Lives yeah, here. Lexi was in Hawaii and then Colorado and then is back here. Brooks from um, outside of Philadelphia. Liana was in New Mexico and then in Virginia. And um, Maggie's uh, from Pennsylvania. Everybody's Hannah's like from the area that I think, or from North Carolina. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, she. Grew up in Newburn, went to Raleigh. I think that's what it was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jenna's from, I think, near you, maybe? Up north? Massachusetts. Oh, you know, she told me that yeah. once, actually. Yeah, I don't know exactly what to say, but she, yeah, she did tell me she's from up north somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so everybody's, you know, we all have different backgrounds that kind of come from different places, have different family life. Brooke has five kids. I don't know how. <laughs> I tell her all the time, I don't know how you do this. And she shows up looking fabulous at work and makes like homemade lasagna and brings it in and i'm like you're like what sitting there eating like a thing of yogurt because i haven't cooked like and ultimate mom goals i don't know how she i think she has like superpowers or something because she makes um her ziti's amazing lasagna meatballs Anything she makes, it's freaking amazing. I know. It's like sometimes I'm like, how do I get like, how do I get kids. through the day sometimes? And like, and you see like what other people do. But that's also another, you know, big, you know, it's comparison. It's like kind of another personality kind of thing, you know? Yeah. But, but it, as long as you don't dwell on it, I guess. But yeah, you know, I do look at some other people and just yeah. like, how do they, how do you deal with all this? It's like, I guess you just deal with it, I guess, in some cases. It's like, yeah. That, there's no secret to it. It's just, you just, to your, to your experience, like, how do you deal with like losing a future salon, your house, yeah, that was bi- not business, pandemic? Yeah. Like, how do you deal with it? You just you just deal with it, I guess. Yeah. You know, that's it's kind of yeah. You push through it. Yeah, because I look in the moment, I was kind of like, I can't do this. I can't. How are we going to do this? You know. And then now looking back, I'm like, God, I really wasn't like we did it. We made it happen. Mm. I mean, there were a couple days where I had. <clears throat> I think living upstairs and hearing the work downstairs, <laughs> what especially when they were doing the ceilings, and I'm like laying in bed with a headache. I don't feel good. I'm like, really? So I went downstairs one day. I was like, we're done today. I can't do this today. I can't. I've, you've got to move to the back of the house or something. I can't. I can't do it. Um, I but was we in did an it. apartment once where they were like working. They redid the roof. And of course, they started in the morning, and I was working retail at the time. And like, I'm like, I gotta leave. I'm like, I just took a drive. I'm like, I can't. Like the Imagine that for nine months. I was like, I gotta get. Yeah, for that that one day, I'm like, I'm out. Yeah, for nine months. Yeah, forget it. I, I would lose it. I yeah, would lose it. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, yeah, it was. We didn't have heat through the whole winter. We had oh, like a little geez, space heater. Please. We had five animals, so we couldn't rent, and everyone was looking for a rental, yeah, so we right, couldn't. Right. You know. Um, 
But I'm really good at like distracting myself too. Mm. Uh, like we, I got really involved with Boys and Girls Club mm. during that time, and we uh, helping others is a good distraction. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, this will be our third year doing the Angel Tree with them. At the first year, it was all families who had been displaced, whose homes had flooded, and um, it was the craziest experience of my life because they sent I asked them to send their wish lists over and uh the wish lists were like dishes huh. towels uh bunk beds yeah and I'm thinking like I thought they were gonna ask for like toys yeah so we had them send over another list toys and stuff that they wanted and stuff their families needed and wow. put it on the tree at the salon I mean we had a family bunk beds. We got a stove. We got there were bikes for families. The everyone like showed up and helped for that, mm-hmm. and it was the craziest experience ever. And at the beginning of it, I had said, you know, bring it unwrapped and I'll wrap it, thinking like people are gonna bring one little toy. Our entire upstairs was filled with <laughs> presents that I wrapped. I wrapped. All of yeah. them, just to distract myself, and it it was just an amazing um, experience to go and take, you know, bunk beds to these kids that were like freaking out that they got new bunk beds. Yeah, you know? what a humbling experience that is too, because you know you, you hear so much about, um, you know, how kids are just like into like their video games or they're into like you know their parents' iPads, which is true. I mean, like it's obviously, yeah. there's obviously a real trend of that happening, but then you stop and then you look at some of these things, you're like. Huh. For some kids, the most important thing to them is like a good night's sleep. You yeah. Know? Like when you think about like the mental thing that they're thinking about. I couldn't you know? believe it that there were no, none of the kids wrote down that they wanted toys mm. or they all, it was stuff for their families that yeah. they needed. And that was, it was, I can't. Makes you like take a step back and you're just kind of like. Yeah. But you know, our clients and our community showed up and made it happen. And. Um, you know, I even had friends from high school that mailed stuff or whatever, Mm. sent money so we could buy stuff Mm. and we got everything on the list that everyone needed plus pajamas for everyone plus, um, uh, like some little snacks and stuff Mm -hmm. for Christmas and, you know, some of the, the parents couldn't do Santa that year. Mm -hmm. So we were able to be Santa and they were able to get their family Mm. gifts and, um, we did it again last year and last year was just as amazing um and i mean the whole time i'm unloading it dre and i are both like crying (laughs) who runs the boys and girls club because it's just we can't it's it's just amazing so we'll do that again this year this will be the third year this will be the third year yeah Yeah. um and i i just i think that's important if we all kind of took care of each other Mm -hmm. we could you know Cause that we relied so much on other people during, yeah. you know, my husband is an agent at Keller Williams mm-hmm. and Donna Harmatuck yeah. called and said, you know, Keller Williams has KW cares that comes in and helps after storms mm-hmm. do what you need to do to your house. And we're like, we're fine. We're good. We don't need help. Please go help somebody else. Yeah. Meanwhile, like our house is like disgusting and, um, she called the next day and she or one of the other girls called and we again declined. We're good. We can do this ourselves. <laughs> and Donna called and said, we're showing up at eight 30 tomorrow. 
So, and Trey was like, okay, well they can like pick up sticks in the yard. And she was like, no, we're coming in the, and we're like, please don't like, we're just not good at taking help from yeah. people. They showed up a whole crew of people from Keller Williams all over the country. And they literally, um, Mary Tennant, I think she was like the former vice president of Keller Williams mm-hmm. showed up and she's in there, you know, tearing boards up <laughs> in our floor and, they had our all, our whole house done in yeah. days. And it's like, if every big business took care mm-hmm. of their employees like that, mm-hmm. like, that's amazing. Oh, yeah. 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 I, um, you know, so I worked for Best Buy for like 12 years. And uh, I mean, I, I mean, I won't say oh, a lot to them, but I mean, I, I learned a lot about business yeah. working there, you know, because we were like very much in charge of our own profits there uh, for the manager level. But, um, you know, there was like a lot of like corporate BS that I'd have to like. I hated dealing with the red tape. Yeah. That was one of the reasons I left retail because I hated dealing with like I love just I don't got to answer anybody but myself, you yeah. know. Um, and so yeah, the red tape really drove me nuts, amongst other things. But I was very surprised and, and loved to see during the pandemic kind of what they've done. I mean, like when I was just reading different press releases, like I know. Um, Pretty much like if you were an employee at Best Buy uh, during the pandemic and you had like COVID, they basically paid for your entire time off, like yeah. while you were in quarantine. I'm like, you didn't have to use personal time, or they just paid for your two weeks. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, they paid for a lot of people, even though the store was closed. And there was just a whole b- bunch of stuff that they've kind of done to basically take the friction point away from yeah. customers, but take the friction away from an employee who is yeah. like, listen, this is a huge. Because in the eyes of me and his employee, I wouldn't care about what your profit margins were. Yeah. All I would be like, you got 1,200 stores. You got the capital yep. to like absorb this a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and and to, their, to their credit, they did it. They absorbed yeah. a lot of That's you know awesome. expenses to just not have employees worry yeah. about things, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, and so, you know, the, the, the KW Cares thing is kind of another example of that. Yeah, though, that you was know. – I was blown – away the whole that whole experience kind of feels like a dream because yeah they came in and they knew exactly what to do they'd been trained on this yeah. they brought us a kit that had everything that i wouldn't have even think to buy mm. in it you know like mm-hmm. and i remember there was laundry detergent and i was like oh, i don't need laundry detergent and donna <laughs> was like well, where you're gonna have to go to the the laundry your washer and dryer is gone and i'm like oh my god it is like, i don't yeah, even have a washer like, and dryer yeah you're right yeah yeah, yeah. Like, okay. um <laughs> and our laundry detergent that we had is gone too but they yeah they came in and did did it all and the the best piece of advice that someone gave me through that whole time i'll never freaking forget as long as i live was when they were tearing our kitchen out. I don't know why that was the hardest part for me was seeing mm. my kitchen being torn out. Mm. And I just lost it. Mm. And Donna came up to me and she said, do you know anybody who's a friend or a client whose house flooded that could need help getting it, you know, doing what we're doing here? And I was like, yeah. She went, go and do that. Don't mm. be here today. Please mm. leave and go and help them. Mm. And I was able to go to their house and kind of say, like, I know how to do this. I just watched them do this at mm. my house. Let me help you. And it was such a different experience than watching everything in my right, house being right. torn out. Um, you could tear someone else's kitchen out yeah, you that can was, take the emotion away. Yeah, that you was easy to do. But that was 
just so nice to be told, like, just go and let us mm-hmm. do this and help somebody else. Mm. Um, but yeah, there were so many people that helped us during that whole time in our lives that um, we couldn't have gotten gone through it mm. without their their help. A lot of the business owners downtown that um, would check in on us and uh, yeah, Trey's co-workers helped out a lot. My, mm. you know, the girls at the salon really had to step up and help me because I just couldn't be there when right. I wanted to and it would mm-hmm. kill me. But I just, you know, when we've got people in and out of our house all day and, you know, it just, it was a, a tough time for a lot of people mm-hmm. in town that, you know, now I look back and I'm like, wow, we, we all did it. I know. You know, I know there's still people that are still sadly working on their houses right now, but, mm-hmm. you know, we... That was one of the things that impressed me the most, actually, about being in Newburn here, because I'd only been in town since July one, basically. You know, so it was like, oh yeah, two and a half months. I mean, I, I clearly, I mean, I tell this, this short story to a lot of people. You know, I think about my first six months, first year, because this is like my third year now in business. But my six months were like weird because I came here in July, just started shaking hands. I was like introduced. I was basically like, hey, like I'm this like yeah. weird, awkward guy that can design websites and do photos and stuff, and um and that was like july and august i had i think i had like exactly one customer paying me at that point um and then september hit and i'm like okay i'm like i've been through things like this before but i'm like everyone's business in downtown is kind of like either shut down or like low capacity and i'm like how are they gonna pay me for something when they're a business i'm like okay i need to like regroup now you know um but what shocked me and what kind of amazed me the most is like I hardly ever heard people complaining. Like, I don't think I ever heard someone complain, really, you know? Talked about, like, you know, you're talking about challenges that you're going through, but I never heard people, like, ever complain. It was just, but I saw a lot of people just helping each other out. And so I started documenting that, and then that's, and then I started doing a lot of, like, you know, you were doing, like, free haircuts and stuff, and I started doing a lot of free work and just helping other people. And that's kind of, like, what distracted me. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to, help people out and then yeah. try and regroup in January, you know, and that's kind of what I did and it kind of worked out. But, yeah. um, but that was what was amazing. I'm like literally in this like six, seven blocks, like some people were, you know, you yeah. have four feet of water in their stores and I'm like, yeah, it's, oof. it's a tough that I, I hope we never have to go through that again. Cause I mean, I, all my baby pictures, yeah. my wedding dress got ruined. Yeah. Uh, oof everything i mean all of our furniture we just didn't i'm not from here i didn't know what was gonna happen and right i, I remember same thing walking into the house we had to kayak down our road and i remember going in the house and thinking like oh we'll just put like fans in here and open some windows and i'm okay like i can there's actually a video trey filming what the damage was and i was like wow, this sucks. Like our dishwasher caught on fire and the kitchen caught on fire and you know, that's got to be torn out, but we can do that. And the cabinets look good. And later, you know, we get back to my father-in-law's house and Trey was like, yeah, everything's got to come out of the house. I'm like, what do you mean? It's like the floors, the walls, everything has to come out. And I'm like, yeah, this isn't a Clorox issue. Yeah. But you can't, he's like, no, like tomorrow it's got to, we have got to tear the walls down. And I'm like, wait, what? And then we start looking at all the boxes that had water in them that we didn't even, yeah, it, it was a 
it was a disaster. But um, the community, you know, my family's not here. My mom was in Germany. You know, it uh, uh, really having other people helped tremendously. Yeah. Definitely leaning on. I think you know it's kind of tough because we're kind of the same. We we, we don't ask for a whole lot of help. With yeah, things. I'm we, horrible. We're, we're not like handout people, you know. Like I, I can, mean, I, I, I know like, people that like they ask. They are not afraid to ask for handouts. Yeah, you know? I'm and not. It's crazy to me. I could have um, a stab wound and be like, I'm fine. It's fine. I don't want to inconvenience you. I'm good. I can. I'll drive myself to the hospital. I'm good. I'm okay. Yeah, yeah I'm not good at asking yeah. for help no. at all. I've kind of learned to. Start doing that, but yeah, it's in some just cases, not... like yeah, yeah, you, you do have to kind of learn to like. It's not. Pr- I think it's just kind of a pride thing. You know, just like like I got this. You know, like yeah. I'll figure it out because I figured so much out the rest of my life. You know, yeah, but yeah, you do have to kind of like ask, you know, for yeah. help sometimes. You know, yeah. So uh, yeah. That's, all right. Well, that's good. Yeah. Well, yeah. hey, I don't want to. I don't want to hold you up uh, either because I know your your phone's like going off the hook. You're probably getting yes. people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you're like, is. I need to make appointments. If here. you've called, I'll I'll return your call shortly. Yeah. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> Sorry, I know you're trying to make a uh, make an appointment to get your hair did. Uh, so okay, yeah. So that was uh, episode forty six. So all right. So the easiest uh, way, let's say, you're on Middle Street, but. Um, What's your preferred method for people to try and like discover more of you? Is it Instagram, Facebook, your website? Where would you want yeah, them to go? Yeah, our, our website's really great. We have all of our staff bios, um, uh, pictures of our work. You can submit a request to book your wedding or book an appointment with us. Our Instagram, we also put lots of pictures of hair on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, check out our website or our social media and... Yeah, we'd love to. So it's magnoliajsalon.com. Yep. And then your Instagram is kind of the same, I think, right? It's just magnoliajsalon. Jane. Yeah, the website's magnolia letter J. Letter J salon. Yep. And then our Instagram's magnolia Jane. Jane. Yep. Spelled salon. out magnolia yep. Jane salon. Got it. Okay, perfect. Yep. All right. So visit yeah. them on the web or on Instagram. And uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. All right. So Thanks, episode 47 will likely be November because this was kind of like a month a month kind of thing now. Um, maybe every other week, if uh, depending on what the the guests. I think you uh, need Denise from the Jarvis. Yeah, yeah. So yes, yeah, so I'll, I'll reach out to trip. Denise. Yeah, yeah, I'll see if uh, she wants to come by, like no, you know, like for the November one episode or something. Definitely the funniest person I know. Yeah, no, like, yeah, we yeah, we, we've definitely chatted a few times. Laugh yeah. to the point where like I might pee in my pants. <laughs> it's she. She's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. She and she would be good. Like, yeah, you need to talk. She, to she's Denise. a good guest. All right, she'll be a good yeah. interview. All right, oh, perfect. Yeah. Uh, that's it. And if you want to watch this, uh, maybe if you only watch part of this, but you want to h- listen or watch the rest of the recording, uh, just go to themorningimpact.com, um, and that'll take you to watch the previous episodes or listen to it on iTunes. So it's themorningimpact.com. And that's it. Love Peace. it. Awesome. Finish.